hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're going to have some fun today. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, the time of the year when we kick off the summer season. And what does that mean? Well, obviously, hopefully you're going to put a line in the water and take the family out, catch some trout, or um, go any of your favorite places. And if you do happen to catch something, you got to figure out what you're going to do with it. And one of, probably one of the greatest experiences a family can do together is to go out, catch some fish, go camping, and, um, you know, cook the fish and have a great time. Well, it just so happens we have the world's premier uh, outdoor game fishing expert. His name is Scott Layseth, who's going to, we're going to be coming back and starting with him in just a couple of minutes. But we would first like to say that uh, we'd like you to go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the show again and again and again, and there's multiple ways you can do it. And also, if we would appreciate it if you'd like us on Facebook. And we're going to introduce Scott Real quick, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into, say, let's say, the meat of the subject. Uh, Scott, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Good to be back. It is. It's been a while. Well, I know that you're not much of a self-promoter, but you know, when it comes to what you do, I don't think anybody does it as good or better than you. And you've got, uh, well, we'll kind of talk about a little bit more about some of your accomplishments, but, uh, you know, I've known you for some time and you, you, you're, uh, if you get a chance to go to one of your seminars, it's great because you get fed. <laughs> and then of course, you know, you've got a couple of different books and whether it's fish game or whatever it is, if you enjoy the outdoors, and outdoor cooking. I don't think there's anybody on the planet that's better than Scott Layseth, so I hope you don't mind to say that. But we're going to take just a real quick break right now, and we're going to come back with Scott, and we're going to be talking about camping cooking on Fish Talk Radio. on the magnificent Sea of Cortez. The Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole, and I got myself a pole in line. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hedigan in studio, and it just so happens, not quite in studio, but we have with us today one of the premier chefs uh, for uh, outdoor cooking, game, and, uh, well, I'll tell you what, Scott, just so I don't screw it up, why don't you tell us what you do? Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that. I have a, a show on Sportsman Channel called The Sporting Chef. Um, I also have another show on there called Dead Meat, where we <laughs> we go after the fishing game less pursued. Have you had Nutria lately? Nutria. It's just That's... a big rat in Louisiana. Oh. Uh, python, iguana, carp, uh, you know, stuff that most people don't eat. And But the Sporting Chef and SportingChef.com is my website. There's 400-plus free recipes there, how oh. to make the most of your fishing game. Um, I, I, you know, you've, you've talked about seminars and things that I do, and so I've kind of, I'm all over the place. I travel a lot. The reason that most people know me is just because I've been doing this longer than most. And I'll tell you what, I've seen your, well, what's great to go to to one of his uh, demonstrations or lectures is that you get fed, and it's incredible stuff. It's, it, of course, what you do, I, I guess because of the nature of what you do, everything is so simple. I mean, you can be standing up and you start with with a bear skillet, and you're talking for five minutes. The next thing you know, you've got this platter of uh, just uh, fine appetizers and hors d'oeuvres and, and snacks. Well, if a recipe is too complicated, I don't think anybody's going to do it anyway. At least <laughs> most people won't. And the way I can keep people awake during a seminar is to have them getting up and sitting down and getting up and sitting down. <laughs> and you keep feeding them. If they just had to sit there and listen to me blather for 40 minutes, they'd fall asleep. I don't, I don't know how you hold your audience because... I, I got to I got to feed them. That's the only way it works for me. <laughs> well, it does work. But uh, let, let's kind of go into what we we'd like to talk about. And you know, this is the basically the uh, the onset of the summer season, and which hopefully means taking the family or friends, neighbors, or nephews and nieces, or, you know, borrow a neighborhood kid if you have to, and uh, get out, whether it's for a day or a week, and, you know, go enjoy nature. Hopefully, you're going to be able to reap some rewards uh, so that you can provide your dinner. And, you know, that's that's really what it's about. And it doesn't, like as you said, it doesn't have to be that complicated. So why don't we turn it over to you and just kind of let you go in a direction on some recommendations, how to do things, why, different kinds of uh, like that. And then I'll just sit here and drink my orange juice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the, the thing that most people do is they make it a lot harder on themselves than they should. Anything that you can prepare in your kitchen at home, you can prepare at a camp at a campground. Um, whether you do it in a Dutch oven or a grill or a piece of foil wrapped fish that you throw on top of a of charcoal um, or campfire coals, really the key to me is to do as much prep as you can before you leave the house. If you stop by the grocery store and you're buying celery and carrots and tomatoes and then you're spending time trying to maintain some kind of cleanliness in a campground while you're chopping everything up, it's so much easier if you do all your prep at home, you make your sauces at home, you bring a little marinade, you make a little vinaigrette, you put it into containers, whether it's Ziploc bags or plastic containers, you load it up into your cooler, 
And if you if you have stuff that you can freeze ahead of time, let's say you've got um, you want to do grilled onions, celery, carrots. A lot of times you can put that in the freezer for a while, get it nice and cold. I like to vacuum oh. pack everything with a food saver deal. Pack it into a cooler, and then you're ready to go. And always have a backup plan. Many times I've thought, you know what? We caught so much fish last year. There's no way we're not going to catch enough trout for dinner. Right. Whether you're stuck in Hell's Canyon somewhere or or at a trout stream in the Sierras, really, um, it doesn't hurt to bring a little chicken along. Just in case. <laughs> Good idea. Well, and the chicken's easy and it's cheap, and as right. long as you keep it cold, you don't have to use it. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, basically, any heat source can cook just about anything you want. If you wanted to bake biscuits, you can do it in a in a Dutch oven. Put a lid on it. The reason they call it a Dutch oven is because it works just like an oven. You you get it well seasoned. You put a little oil in there. You can put your dough in the inside. Put the lid on. Put coals on the top, coals on the bottom. Boom, you got an oven. There's no reason why you shouldn't have freshly baked bread. And for me, it's easier to bring along a tube of, of, oh, of rolls. Mm-hmm as it is to try and make rolls from scratch or to bring bread along that's going to get mashed up or that the birds are going to (laughs) eat. Okay. So, to me, whatever you can do at home, you can do in the campground. Well, Scott, let me just make a quick comment, because I just did an interview about uh, cast iron cooking, and we had Steve Meyer on that's kind of an expert on that, and we're talking about that subject of baking biscuits or bread in a cast iron skillet. And the first time I saw it done, I couldn't believe that these biscuits came out golden brown, top and bottom. I expected the bottom to be burnt and the top would not be done. But the whole trick is you you put it on the coals, but I think he said you put about eight coals on the bottom and 16 on the top. Sure. And, and it creates a heat, you know, completely surrounding it. It'll take it up to about 350 degrees. And if the skillet is properly seasoned, it's incredible how they come out. You'd be really surprised how well that works. And another good thing about cast iron is no matter how much you abuse it, you can always bring it back to life. I don't care if you leave it out in the rain, and we've done this on the show. We have have a guy, C-Dub, C.W. Welch. He had a show on PBS for a long time. Um, He is our cast iron expert on the Sporting Chef TV show, and... And he's taken rusty, old, cast-iron Dutch ovens that have been left out in the rain, put a wire brush to them, seasoned them again. You know, cast-iron is very porous, so you just have to be careful how you season it. And then, basically, once you get it that way, you can wipe it out with a, with a mildly soapy rag, give it a rinse, make sure it's dry, mm-hmm. put a little cast-iron conditioner in it, and it's ready to go. It's so much better than the high-dollar cookware that takes so much more care. Really does, and you feel really yeah. bad when you when you ruin it. Right. Well, that's what, you know they've got cookware now that's cast iron, but they coat it with different uh, uh, ceramics or something to make it right. more expensive. But and the other thing about cast iron, which is a kind of a tip, is first of all, it's not that expensive. No. But the best way to do it is the garage sales and flea markets. Yeah, people uh, don't the, know what they're worth. Yeah. Yeah, and and the older the better. Actually, some of the older ones are probably better than some of the newer ones. Sure. So, so that's basically the deal with it when it comes to camp cooking. Um, camp Chef is the title sponsor of our show, so we cook a lot outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another tip when you're getting charcoal going, when you bring your gas grill with you, whether you've got, if you're not, if you have the gas grill with you. You take one of those chimneys, you put the charcoal in the right. chimney. Instead of putting the paper on the bottom, you set it right on top of your your propane burner, yeah. light it that way. There's no mess. And I don't know about you, but I've never trusted those uh, charcoal chimneys anyway. I always put lighter fluid on them. <laughs> even though I know they do work. They really to. do work. But it, you know, yeah, give them a little bit of boost doesn't hurt. And you're not supposed work. to do that, but yeah, I do it anyway. I know. I know. I get I get in trouble for saying I use a microwave. Right. But uh, anyway, Scott, we're going to take a break. But before we do, um, I'm going to ask you a question that you can you probably can th- you know give a quick answer without even thinking about it. But if you're going to be going you know, on a camping trip and cooking out, whether it's in a motorhome or, you know, in a tent or whatever it is, 
Um, I want you to give us um, a list of th- things that we need to take with us for, for whether for one night and then a different list for like if you're going to be gone for a whole week. What do you pack in your camping chest? Sure, to give you, then we'll wait for the answer. Yes, we'll wait for the answer gotcha because covered. it's uh, that's that's what we'll do as soon as we come back. But we would like to make sure that everybody knows you can go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to Scott in this show uh, as many times as you want because there's some great information that you're going to want to listen to again and again. And then you can go to Facebook. And then, of course, Scott, uh, the, you're, it's the Sporting Chef. What's the website? Sportingchef.com. Sportingchef.com. Well, I th- we should be able to remember that. <laughs> but uh, go to, if, if not, go to fishtalkradio.com and you'll, you'll find it all over the place or go us on Facebook. But we're going to be right back with the answer to the question of if you're going to be going away for an overnight trip or a week-long trip, Scott's going to give you a list. And maybe we'll even try and put that on Facebook uh, uh, to help people out that can't remember it. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the White Sand Beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. I got out my shovel and went out to dig some bait. Got a pail with Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Well, if you've been listening to the first uh, section that we've had with Scott Layseth, the sporting chef, we asked him a question right before we went to break. And that question is, and I don't think Scott has to even think about preparing for this question, if, if you're going to go for an overnight camping trip, what do you need to put in your camping box? Or if you're going for a week, what do you need to put in it? Scott, would you mind coming back with that? No, I, it's fine. I'll tell you, my everyday two- or three-night cook box, it's a metal box with a lid. It's waterproof. Um, the cheaper way to go is to just get a 
$35 rolling cooler at Walmart. Um, and that way, they've got plenty of room in them. But I always have one of those single-burner butane stoves just in case. You know, you get up to the mountains, and it's raining, and it makes it really hard to build a fire. At least this way, you always have a heat source. You can always cook something. Mm-hmm. You can get those for 20 bucks or less. They come in a plastic case, a couple of extra things of butane fuel. I so that's that's the one that pe- you know that the chefs and catering people use. It's just like yeah, just like it, yeah. if you go to the omelet mm-hmm. station right. uh, somewhere on the weekend, it's yeah. the same thing the mm-hmm. chefs are using. Um, if you go to an Asian market, they're usually cheap. The fuels are cheaper there. Huh, interesting uh, tip. I get a a skillet that I, I'm not too attached to. That <laughs> um, you know you get for ten bucks at the same Asian market. Throw one of those in there. Pan spray, tongs, spatula, a couple different kinds of seasoning, paper towels, soap will get me pretty much wherever I need to go. As long as you've got the seasoning and you've got a little pan spray, you don't have to worry about olive oil going rancid while it sits in your garage. Um, And if you've got seasoning, you may not have a great sauce with you, but that way you've got the basics. You can cook anything. Um, you know, obviously it wouldn't hurt to throw some foil in there. And by the way, if you're going to buy foil, do not, they should make standard grade aluminum foil illegal. It oh. always rips. Yeah, yeah. Get the heavy duty stuff. Always buy heavy duty foil. Otherwise, it rips. You have to redo your foil all the time anyway. So mm-hmm. get some heavy duty foil, fold it up into a nice tight package, unless you have room in the box to put the roll in there. But you're going to use foil. Uh, Ziploc bags, a few different sizes, are never a bad idea. And I normally, I always buy the freezer, the heavier gauge freezer Ziploc bags as opposed to the thin, cheap ones that always seem to break through and leak mm-hmm. anyway. Well, actually, the uh, the bags you're talking about, sometimes you just put whatever you want to and put it in boiling water and cook it in the bag. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about how to make your you make your own omelet. So rather than bringing a bunch of eggs that are going to crack when you go to the when you try and transport them, you crack all your eggs into a Ziploc bag and mm-hmm. keep it in the cooler, and then you hand people Ziploc bags. And now there's some discussion over some Ziploc bags you shouldn't put in boiling water because of whatever is going to happen to you. But if you're a thrill seeker and, you're, <laughs> and you feel okay about your Ziploc bag, picture you've already got your eggs. It, it's already beaten up. You give people their Ziploc bag with eggs. You set up a little uh, omelet station. They can put whatever they want, throw it into the bag, seal the bag, drop it into just barely boiling water in your Dutch oven, and it's going to create its own omelet inside that Ziploc bag. Yeah, just throw a few veggies and, you know, some hot Whatever you want in yeah. there. Last night's leftovers. Yeah, or of course, of course the, uh, you know, the vacuum bags, you can, those, those are indestructible in water. Right. But uh, so it just reminds me of a friend of mine that used to have what he called his camp box. And he would, he would always keep it maintained. And so when he'd come back, he'd resupply it. And right. it had most of the things that you talked about. And then, of course, you know, you take that and then you take your food things. But why don't you give us a quick idea? That's a great idea, by the way. But why don't you, uh, let's just say we do get lucky and get a few trout. Tell us what to do. You know, trout doesn't have a lot of flavor. Um, it's a pretty mild fish. So... Um, the easiest way, I like to bring a little string with me, and I will. I like to keep it very simple. I'm not going to try and fillet a one-pound trout. Um, I typically leave the head on. I'll gut it, um, give it a little rinse, season it inside and out, and I'm going to always bring lemon, lime, garlic, onion with me. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to put that inside the cavity, oh. and then I'm going to tie the whole thing together with a little string. Really? put it in foil and put it right on top of the coals. Oh, okay. Now, um, ju- just remember when you're, when you're cleaning that, uh, you want to get anything that's red, including the gills. You can leave the head on, but you got to take the gills out and, and any of that red line that goes down through. Oh, absolutely. And, and with any fish, mm-hmm. um, if you've got a bloodline in it, mm-hmm. it's not going to help the flavor. Um, if you've got salmon and you get that gray part on the outside after it's cooked, that kind of mealy part, that's going to give it a much more pronounced flavor. Smaller trout isn't quite as critical. Um, if I'm gonna, I like to eat the trout skin, and so if that's the case, I like to put a little oil on the outside, get it on direct heat, and get it crispy. I don't like not crispy trout skin. Yeah. 
Um, you can get pan fish, and if you've ever fried them, yeah, um, and you eat the you eat the little fins, and it's like little potato chips, they're crispy, <laughs> and okay. they're extremely edible. Interesting. And then, rather than trying to fillet it, once you you just serve the whole trout on the plate. I mean, we're camping anyway. You can either eat around the bones, or the easiest way is just to kind of put it on its back and pull the whole skeleton out at once, and then you can right. you can eat the fish. Well, you know, trout come with their own instructions. They're rainbows because right. they've got dots down the side. And, you know, what that is is those where those dots are, you just take two forks and kind of insert it and then just pull the flesh back, and then, yep. the, then it just comes right out. Right. But, uh, you know, those that but you do it after it's cooked. That way you don't lose anything. Well, and, and another thing I like to do, I like I like a mild vinaigrette with with, mm-hmm. you know, with stream trout. If you just put together some freshly squeezed orange juice or excuse me, lemon juice, olive oil, garlic, um, a little bit of maybe rice vinegar in there, some fresh herbs. If you have it, throw that into a bag, throw your just caught cleaned trout in there and just leave them in there for an hour or so. And then either you can put them in a pan, put them on the, over a grate, put them in foil, um, and it's going to give it a little bit more flavor. And before I serve fish, whether it's at home or at camp, I like putting a nice big squeeze of fresh lemon or lime or both right on top of it before it goes to the table. If you make some compound butter, you, you get butter and you mm, soften it. Good idea. And you put some lemon and lime zest, some garlic, some fresh basil, maybe a little red pepper flakes. You put that into some wax paper or plastic wrap, form it in the shape of a tube and stick it in your freezer. Put that in your cooler. And as you're serving that trout to everybody, you just put a couple of slices of that compound butter on top of the trout and let it melt out all over the trout so that it makes its own sauce and it blends with whatever seasoning oh, you put yeah. on there. That sounds great. And, you know, butter. Right. Now, you you mentioned you lemon, lemon zest, so you're not talking about lemon juice. Uh, but a, a, an easy tip is if you can put lemons in the freezer um, and then whenever you want to, you just pull them out on a grater and just kind of shave some off. Sure, sure. You can use a microplaner or a grater mm-hmm. and just, as long as you don't go too deep, you want to get the yellow part, not mm-hmm. the pithy white part, because right. that that's can where be a little bitter. That's the right. Yep. Yeah. That's a great idea. As a matter of fact, that's something you could make and just uh, keep around all the time, not just for camping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have I have a whole bunch of different flavored butters that I have in my freezer. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm cooking a piece of venison oh. or a ribeye steak, I'm going to put a little pad of maybe of like a blue cheese Cabernet butter really? on top of a grilled wow, never thought steak. Of that. Yeah, it's great. So really, blue cheese and butter, and just whip it together. What you take softened butter, put some blue cheese crumbles. If you wanted to give it a little color, you can reduce some red wine and kind of swirl that in there, huh. um, and then freeze the whole thing. And you just put a couple of tablespoons on top of a steak right off the grill and serve it, and it makes a big difference. Wow, we got all kinds of stuff. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, but fortunately, your recipes are—you uh, can do a recipe and, and go through it. I know I've seen you do it in ninety seconds. Uh, do you have time to pick one out that uh, that might be a simple one that people might want to try while they're camping? You know, um, go to the website, go to the Sporting Chef website. Mm -hmm. When it's summertime, nothing I like better than summertime homegrown or farmer's market tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to take fresh tomato, avocado, red onion, olive oil, capers, garlic, just put it into a bowl, let it sit at room temperature. When you take your freshly grilled fish off the grill, put a little butter on it, give it a squeeze of lemon, and then just put a tablespoon or two or more of that room temperature, delicious, homegrown tomato-flavored salsa right on top. Wow, that sounds incredible. Would you just name those ingredients one more time quick? Boy, I don't know. For the sauce. I don't, I don't know if I can. Yeah, I know, I know. You make tomato, it up as you go. avocado, <laughs> caper, Red onion, garlic, you know, basil wouldn't hurt too. Olive oil, maybe a little bit. You know, you're making basically making a salsa with fresh ingredients. If you want it to be a little crunchy, put a little cucumber in there um, and create your own salsa using fresh seasonal ingredients with fresh fish that you just cooked, and it'll taste infinitely better than anything you can get at the, at the restaurant. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Scott, is there is anybody that's listening to this show and enjoy the show, and they don't go to the sporting sportingchef.com, and also we're going to have some stuff posted on fishtalkradio.com, so that, uh, that, and you can listen to the entire show again on that also. It's real easy. It's right on the front page. 
uh, and and take some of these and and use some of these ideas and maybe give us some ideas about putting your own camper box together. Some of the uh, uh, some of the stuff you need to have in it, and it's not just a box that you're going to get ready and take for the weekend. It's something you have and you keep, and you know it's ready whenever you want to go uh, camping or do something. And and check out um, the the Sporting Chef TV show airs on Sunday mornings Pacific time at 9.30 a.m. on Sportsman Channel. Um, you can also go to CarbonTV.com and watch the show anytime. Watch show clips. We've got Rednecks, James Beard Award-winning chefs, restaurant chefs. Um, we got everybody, and it's it's very it's what I call short attention span cooking. The segments are very short, <laughs> yeah. and and we want you to check out the show. We appreciate people that watch. Okay, well, we're, it looks like we're getting kicked out of here. We appreciate that, Scott, and uh, uh, we'll be right back with Fish Talk Radio. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 if you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say? Let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a fishing. Through the water on the lake is smooth as glass. We might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass. Oh, what do you say? Let's go fishing. All fish, Maple Lake, French Lake, Grand Lake, Cedar Lake, Pleasant Lake, Clear Lake, Bass Lake, Otter Lake, Goose Lake, Gull Lake, Round Lake, Fur Lake. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of having on the line with us. Eddie, I'm not sure your title, but I believe you're, well, I, I know you basically run the place, but we don't want to tell anybody that. But you're the marketing manager, <laughs> you're marketing manager for the Van Warmer Resorts. Yes. And, and, and that includes uh, Palmas de Cortez and Playa del Sol? Correct. 
Correct. Fido uh, Sol and Villas de Cortez, and, and hopefully one day soon again, uh, to Colorado as well. Yeah, well, I'm curious about that, but we'll talk about that another time. We've got too much to cover in this one. But sure. what we'd like to cover is there are numerous... I don't know, a dozen, maybe, I don't know, more. And I don't even know if you know how many there are. Uh, but fishing tournaments in, in Baja Sur, uh, which is, uh, you know, southern Baja, starting from, uh, I guess, uh, Loreto all the way down to Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. And it's just in the summertime and in the fall in particular, there's just one almost every weekend. So it give, seems that way. Give us an idea about what some of them are and maybe an idea of price ranges depending on what people want to do. And I know you've got at least one or two coming up that's a lot of fun. So let's kind, yeah. of, let's kind of start anywhere you want to and, and just kind of name some and, and when they happen. Yeah, you know, we, we um, tournament season pretty much starts in, in May. And there's a, every town uh, in Southern Baja has their own tournament, which is named after the uh, the town. And so we start with those, and those are very inexpensive. Those are ma- mainly um, uh, started for locals to participate in, something to give back to the community. Usually the government sponsors them, and they'll put the purse up for them. And uh, But everyone's welcome to join. You know, anyone from the States or from Europe or from other parts of Mexico, they come down and, and fish these tournaments, and they're, they're very inexpensive. And depending on uh, what time of the year, is, it'll kind of depend on the species of the fish that we go after um so you know sometimes early in the year in uh, april may we have the you know yellow, a lot of yellowtail tournaments mm-hmm. and and then it kind of moves on from there um here at van warmer resorts at uh, at palm state cortez in july uh this year it'll be july 18th we have actually the biggest tournament as far as participation goes we have a, uh, an average for the last 10 years of about 130 teams and that's the dorado shootout oh. and that's the one day the one day tournament uh biggest dorado caught on that saturday july 18th takes home a uh, pickup truck it and seems, uh, that seems one to me, is only yeah uh, it seems to me if i remember last year the fishing was not all that strong and uh, the guy that won the truck you know wasn't that big of a dorado no, it was actually a, a, a woman who won the tournament. She fished on her ponga uh-huh. with her captain, and she landed a, I think, I believe it was right around maybe 43 pounds, so it wasn't very big, and she ended up walking away with, wow. with the truck. You know, the great thing about this tournament, which, which, which is why I think it draws so much attention and yeah. so many participants, is the low entry fee. You've got a $500 entry fee. Um, there are cash uh, jackpots available, and we, gave, you know, we usually give away about 80 grand in those cash jackpots. So wow. you mean to get across the board, you're looking at about 2500 bucks, and that's for the whole team, and you're in across the board, and you can win 80 grand in a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we have the, uh, in October, we run kind of a similar tournament, which is called the, uh, the Tuna uh, Shootout. Uh, same format, same entry fee, same jackpot, except there's no truck. This one's uh, about the money. So <laughs> we, instead, of, instead of going out to get a truck, we basically just give you the money on that one. But the, the same format, biggest tuna will take it home mm-hmm. uh, on that one. And then yeah, um, there's some other great ones as well down here in the East Cape. Um, we have the uh, East Cape Bisbee, which is August 4th to the 8th, and that's, you know, the uh, the Bisbee, uh, you know, black and blue tournament, so, mm-hmm. so you're fishing for Marlin on those. Those are a little bit more, I think, across the board on those, you're looking at about 15 grand to get in those, so you're looking at a little bit higher, but a lot more payout uh, as well. And then you got the biggest one as far as payout goes, which is the, in October, and I think that that's going to be October 20th to the 24th, and that's the big Bisbee Black and Blue in Cabo, and that's got, you know, uh, anywhere from a $1 to $2 million payout. Well, I, 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 yeah, I remember, um, I think it was Bad Company 5 out of Hawaii about five, six years ago. Their Four che- million, I think. Their check was 3900000 Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, because they, you know, they didn't win at all, but they, I think they got, you know, it's a, it's a daily pool. So they got overall, then they won one day, and they came in second place one day. But they're totally, Yeah, they're, 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 yeah. they get Keep in mind to get in that one. You got to get across the board in that one. It's seventy grand, so yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's not for it's not for me and you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's pretty it's fun, it's, fun to watch. For, yeah, yeah, um, they're all real fun tournaments down here. We have so many different species of fish down here that you can basically have a tournament for anything. You know, you can have mm-hmm. a rooster fish tournament, which we do have here. We have a, a fly fishing rooster fish tournament, and we have a conventional tackle rooster fish tournament, mm-hmm. all catch and release. Um, and those you basically fish uh, with people that are not on your team. So basically, if there's oh. three guys on the boat, you're going to be fishing with 
yourself and two guys who are on two different teams. That way, everybody kind of keeps oh, monitoring oh. each other. So it's a team effort, but you don't fish with your teammates. Exactly. That way, you, you, it kind of keeps an eye on because since it's rooster fish are all catching release, yeah. um, that, that's oh, the way they like kind that. of keep an eye on everybody. And well, and you also make new friends that way. There you go. Well, you just you bring them in and measure them and, and throw them back, or what? Yeah, they have a stick basically, and they have to be they have to reach a certain stick uh, limit, and basically they have it uh, taped off, and then they they bring it in. If it reaches the limit, then it counts as one, and whoever catches and releases the most um, wins that. Wins that okay, so it's not necessarily the biggest, but they have to be qualifying fish. Correct. Yeah, we don't I want see. to keep them out of the water too long and right. AM or anything like that. So right. we just basically. Put them up against a stick. If they qualify, they're good, and we put them right back in the water and release them. Well, I, I, I tell you, rooster fishing is those things. Are, it's just so much fun. You know, they're and again, you don't have to go in a big boat offshore with sonar. I mean, just a ponga, you know, fifty yards offshore with a sandy beach with some rocks and crystal clear water. You put a bait in the water, and it's uh, you can actually see the rooster fish kind of starting to follow the bait, and then the tail co- or the fin coming up and just heading for the bait. It's so exciting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, actually, yesterday I was at the dock watching the boat come in, getting some pictures of the catch, and uh, there was a rooster. Right around the dock, just chasing bait like crazy, making a big old splash, jumping all over wow. the place. And we kind of caught my, out of the corner of my eye, I saw it, and then we were like, what was that? And then someone goes, it's a big rooster. And then we saw it just chasing bait right in front of the dock. Wow. So they're, they're even as close as, you know, right there. You can catch them from the beach, from the dock, from pongas. They're like, yeah, you said, they're which, which, close yeah, which is uh, about 30 yards from your room and about 20 yards from yeah. the bar. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Good <laughs> uh, times. Yeah. Well, we're, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, catch and release. Now, some of the tournaments, they have to be brought in and weighed in. And uh, I know that there's a lot of people trying to get away from that. But, you know, if you've got a, a couple million dollars at stake, you know, they could be black and blue. It's pretty hard to do it without bringing in the evidence. But, yeah, uh, correct. Get, no, but what they, they do a great job of keeping that to a minimum as well. What they do is but they basically will radio in, hey, we've got a 500-pound marlin. If you bring anything lower than 500, you're going to get negative points, so don't bring it in. So that's how they keep people oh. from just bringing in all kinds of random fish. Oh. And, 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 and the, the, we actually have statistics that show, like during the Dorado shootout, uh, people do kill the Dorado and bring it in. But because they're looking for one big Dorado, and oh, that's gotcha. it, we actually kill less Dorado during that tournament than on any other given day. Because oh. on a given day, a boat will go out and maybe catch you know, eight to ten Dorado, bring them in. These guys, as soon as they catch one big one, they're racing to the scale right. to get that fish on the scale because it's going to lose two pounds every hour because of the water weight. Mm-hmm. So they want to get it in as soon as possible. So we actually have statistics that show we actually kill less Dorado on that day than we do on any other given day. Wow, that's interesting. Well, let's cover real quickly why there's so many tournaments in the Sea of Cortez, in particular in southern Baja. Well, you know, in southern, like I said before, in southern Baja, there are, the, there are so many different species of fish that you can go after that you can pretty much have a tournament for anything. You can have marlin tournaments, rooster fish tournaments, dorado tournaments. You can have, um, you know, tuna, all, all mm-hmm. those different tournaments, yellowtail, exactly. And we do. We have all of those tournaments that I just named. We have tournaments for all of them. And the fishing, you know, it, it, it can be pre- it's pretty much year-round except for the winter months when you get a little bit of wind. But then in Cabo San Lucas, they don't get the winds that we do in the wintertime. So you can pretty much oh, have yeah, tournaments you've been there year-round. January, yeah, January, February. Exactly, exactly, which is kind of peak time over there in Cabo San Lucas. So, you know, the fishing's so good. There's a lot of people that come out here, and they want to have fun. And and they range from just, you know, fun tournaments. Like, uh, you know, we do a lot of little tournaments here mm-hmm. that are put on by different people, um, and they're just fun tournaments just to come down and have fun. And, and there's no entry fee to as expensive as, like I said, the Visby Black and Blue, which is 70 grand, So and and everywhere in the middle. So really, depending on your budget and, and what you want to do, you can get into a tournament like that. And have fun, and, and even if you've never fished a tournament, you know try try fishing the Dorado Shootout. It's a one-day tournament that anybody can win because on you know John on any given day anybody can catch a big Dorado. Um, yeah, well, like, like you tournament. said, is it you know, and and that's it's a little bit of the luck of the draw. Skill helps, but you don't have to spend a lot of money. Now, if somebody wanted to come down and do that, uh, give us a quick idea of the price. You can fly into Cabo San Lucas from anywhere in the country uh, for a Absolutely. very reasonable price, and then you guys have a shuttle service to take you up. 
So once you get there, what would be a package price, say, for someone that want to come, say, for four days or four nights or something like that and fish? Yeah, you know, you're, you're, I like to give people an average, you know, uh, for five days, four nights with three days fishing, you're looking at about $1,000 per person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll include your boat, your accommodation. Oh. And then after that, you, you, you're going to be looking at probably a little bit, you know, they're going to spend, um, you know, money on, on drinks and, yeah. and you're going to be tipping the captain and stuff like that. So you, you got to budget all that in there. Um, but w- once you got that, the, 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 just the initial package of rooms and boats, then you're looking at, you know, whatever you'd like to spend on the in addition right. to so that. How many, how so many days fishing would that be with four days? That would be about th- uh, four nights with three days fishing. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah, no, you so can't. It's definitely That's, affordable. Uh, yeah, definitely. And to get world-class uh, big game fishing like that is incredible. Uh, Eddie, yeah. uh, it looks like we're coming to the top of the hour, bottom of the hour, and you did a fantastic job. But real quickly again, it is Van Warmer Resorts, and the website is? It's uh, www.vanwarmerresorts.com. Vanwarmerresorts.com. And, of course, we want you to go to Fish Talk Radio. And on there, it's real easy to, to get to the uh, uh, the Van Warmer Resorts. And you can also listen to Eddie again at any time uh, by going back to it again and again. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We appreciate that. Yeah, come back. I'm a little haggard. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 cents per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. But I'd rather get my rod and reel and go fishing when I can. I want to go fishing because it 
Welcome back to Talk Radio. We've been having such a great time today. Uh, we had Scott Layseth with uh, the Sporting Chef to kind of help you out with uh, what you do after you catch the fish and some great tips on camping. And we really would like to get people um, going camping with your family and kids. If they're sitting around playing video games, the, the next day they're going to not even remember what they did the day before. But uh, take them on a camping trip, and I guarantee they'll remember that the rest of their lives. And get them out there and hopefully catch some fish, but at least get out there and get on the water. And if you do, um, if you come back to fishtalkradio.com, and Scott's got a whole bunch of great recipes and some tips. Uh, we've got uh, Eddie from Van Warmer Resorts that's, uh, I think, interrupted momentarily. Are you there, Eddie? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay, you're back again. Now, remember, this is in English. So I noticed when you went off, <laughs> okay. he started breaking into Spanish. But what we were what we were covering is the tournaments. And as Eddie was saying, that the the, the, the season starts hey, from May through. Well, actually, we didn't even mention the big Western Outdoor News Tournament at the beginning of November. And I guess that's kind of the end of the big ones, isn't it? Correct. Correct. And that one also I like because it, it is significant prize money. Very exciting, but it's it's more affordable than the Bisbee Black and Blue. So, you know, you can still win thousands of dollars, but you don't have to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to get into it. And it's a lot of fun. Correct. So, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fun tournaments that you can get into for very, very inexpensive, you know. You're, and some are some are free. Some, you know, some guys will bring sponsors and they'll bring a lot of giveaways and things like that. And you can get into them for free. And it's just a fun time, you know. And so you, you really don't have to be out of, uh, a lot of people think that, oh, they, they know the Bisbee and you've got to put a lot of money on yeah. But there's a lot that are super well, cheap. Free. Eddie, there's also the one that's, that's been they've been doing for the last five or six years. I think out of La Paz, uh, that is a fundraiser for the local community, and I think that's part of the tie-in where all something about all of the entry fee is donated uh, to uh, local charities. And you know, uh, which one is that, John? I think that's out of La Paz. And, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, but it's it's great. And then you do you guys also do the the one that raises all the uh, uh, the shoes for the kids, right? Well, yeah. Well, we do we do a, a tournament here for that. We do actually a, a big shoe giveaway. It's called Casting for Souls, uh-huh. and um, we do a basically a tournament for two days, uh, which is going to be on Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday, we give away. Uh, shoes to people in need here in the community, and uh, we basically give away about three thousand pairs of shoes, yeah. and we also give away uh, an AFCO shirt to anybody who comes through that um, is here in need in the town. And we usually start around six in the morning, and we usually go through all day, and yeah. uh, we get a lot of volunteers okay. and a lot of fishermen now, that are it, out there. Anyway, the, the point is, is you, there's always one going, and there's one that fits your budget, and some of them that are big benefit to the community. Uh, it, yeah, we really appreciate. Uh, you taking time away uh, to joining us and give Eddie a call. Pleasure, Actually, you can you can just call him direct. Uh, to, I even know the number to this one. Uh, Chucky's favorite number is eight seven 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 tuna. And Correct. when you when you get there, just um, you know hit zero and and ask for Eddie. And chances are he won't answer, but he might. But <laughs> yeah, ask him any question you want. Okay, we're going to have to go. Go to fishtalkradio.com. We appreciate that. And I just got a thank note that said that. Uh, thank you, Eddie. I just got a note that says Ziggy loves me. I'm not sure what that is about, but I'll take it. We appreciate you guys tuning in to Fish Talk Radio and go to our website. We'll talk to you soon. Fishing